last night when we opened the floor uh, for questions. Tonight I'm going to begin a discussion of chapter 16 of the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Grandral Srimad Bhagavatam Kijai. 16th chapter of the 10th canto is the uh, story of the chastisement of Kaliya, Naga. And um, as such, it, the discussion involves an entrance into the, what might be called the mytho-historic realm, uh, underpinned by uh, considerable uh, theology and philosophy and transcendental uh, experience. It's a meta-historic Meta-historic? What is it? Um, Mytho-historic. Mm-hmm. What was that? He said mytho-historic. Mytho-historic. Uh, myth, mytho-historic. <coughs> is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Mytho-historic. So that would be a kind of an uh, academic uh, explanation in which there's a myth, but there's it tells a story, a, a history of a people of a time, and so forth. And it is certainly that, but the time is timeless, and uh, as such, it has, as I said, an underpinning of considerable uh, theology, philosophy, and uh, transcendental uh, experience. Um, it, uh, it such an introduction just comes to mind with regard to the question that I'm sure uh, that uh, Krishnaji asked last night um, that um, some people say I, I I like to believe in God I used to but I don't, but I don't anymore I wish I could or something like that um, we, we answered briefly but um, these are fantastic stories um, uh, without, without a doubt and um, we would hope so if they are the stories that uh uh, describe something about the, the life of the uh, the absolute and transcendence. Um, so it's important to approach them um, with uh, some uh, doubt as to the completeness of the physical uh, plane of existence. Sometimes people ask. Well, as much as do you believe in God, do you believe in unicorns? Uh, but the the, the the idea being, well, we've never seen never seen one. So, do you believe in? Of course, it's it's a, not an apt comparison. Obviously, uh, there's not a lot of theology and, and uh, mystical experience to validate the existence of. Unicorns, but I would have to say that I I, I don't disbelieve in, in unicorns. I think that the with the, the question uh, is is one that uh, arises out of a sense that the physical world of our essential experience is the all in all, and I don't agree with that to to begin with. So I don't expect to see one climbing the hill. Oh, there are some interesting creatures here, as uh, <laughs> as. Uh, um, uh, Kamalakshi will, will testify and uh, witness this evening, uh, earlier this evening. Um, but um, unicorns, how big is the physical world? Of course, that's unlimited as well. Different planets and galaxies and uh, and uh, arguably universes and so on and so forth. So say that I don't believe in unicorns because I haven't seen any around the block or in Africa or in my neighborhood or on the planet Earth uh, would hardly be a very conclusive kind of a statement or a uh, 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 very strong basis on which to uh, uh, express your convictions that there, that there are none. And of course beyond the physical plane, we know that unicorns exist in minds, <laughs> otherwise we would be talking about them. And of course, then there's a good argument that that the physical realm is 
uh, emerges from the mental. That there is a real realm of mind, mind stuff, and uh, a subtle form of matter that gross matter um, derives from as it manifests um, in, in um, our tangible experience of the, of the physical world. So, if unicorns exist in the mind, then I guess I do believe in them. <laughs> uh, so the, the question is: is there's a there's a basis and a, a premise and a bias to the question uh, to begin with? And of course, again, it's not an apt comparison because unicorns and God are two really quite different uh, different things. Although people. Uh, um, 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 people have certainly uh, testified as to the experience of, of God, perhaps more readily than unicorns. So, at any rate, um, uh, the idea here is that the existence is is, is bigger sometimes than we uh, would like it to be. We want to fit between our ears, if you will, and. Uh, to be something that we can grasp in the fists of our intellect and control it, and, but it's not possible. And that's with regard to the physical world, speak of the mental plane and we'll speak then of transcendence and the possibilities that, that lie there. It's a very uh, interesting and important point that if we if we come to the conclusion that, con- that consciousness is not something that arises from matter, or from mind, for that matter, and I am of the nature of consciousness, then the possibilities that open up are make make the possibilities of Krishna Leela seem limited. Of course, they're not limited as they describe, as they as they as they, as they say about themselves. But uh, there could be so many possibilities. Uh, um, in the realm of consciousness proper. So, the point being that understanding, as probably put very simply, that you're not the body is a huge, huge affair. And, um, and these leelas are, of course, coming to us from persons who are speaking from that uh, perspective. And so, um, in doing so, um, Sugadev, speaking to the king, really emperor of the time, so he was a very prominent person under whom kings also uh, to to whom kings also paid their patronage. Um, uh, he has, as we know in Bhagavatam, he has submitted himself as uh, uh, before the the young sage Sukadev to ask about the important uh, questions of of life, and Sukadev is, is narrating. So he begins. Chapter Sukadevi Lokya Dushitam Krishnam Krishna Krishna Hina Vibhu Tasya Bishudhim Anbicham Sarpam Tam Udabasayat. So Sukadev says that. He who is Vibhu, full of extraordinary powers. Uh, Sri Krishna, mentioned here. Vilokya Dushitam. Krishnam Krishna. Krishna Hina Vibhu. Here the word Krishna is used three times and it means three different things. It means Krishna. So Krishna, Vilokya, he... Um, he saw Dushitam Krishnam. Krishna saw the contaminated Krishna. Krishna here is uh, another name for the Jamuna. Hmm. You may know that when uh, uh, Sri Goswami has uh, explained in his Gopal Champu that when Purnamasi arrived in, in Braj, just prior to the birth of Krishna, 
and um, at a time when all of the inhabitants of Braj had their anticipation um, of non having an heir, a son, had reached a feverish pitch of concern, elderly as he and his good wife Yashoda were. Um, uh, Purnamasi arrived just uh, uh, just sometime after the conception, which is an extraordinary story in itself. Paunanda and Yashoda finally were able to um, um, conceive the child Krishna through their prayers to Narayan and through and, and through their idea that that although our thinking seems impossible, that is to say, when we think of having a son, each of us independently think that we should have a son and he should be more beautiful than Narayan. That's not possible. Narayan is God. When they consulted with one another, they realized they were both having the same experience, so they submitted themselves to Narayan with a petition and performed a vow and so forth. And... and uh, And so Krishna entered the womb of Jashoda, unbeknownst to all of the inhabitants as of yet. And when Purnamasi arrived, along with Madhu Mangal, the prior to Krishna taking birth, prominent person that she is in the Leela, elderly, mystic lady, hmm, um, kind of a, uh, it's kind of a tantric, uh, kind of a tantric figure, would uh, uh, know about the future and and, and whatnot, and uh, uh, could chart the stars and make predictions and, and so forth. Understanding her to be such, just by her appearance, the residents of Vrindavan approached her respectfully and encouraged her to remain in their community. At which time they said, "And we will build you a hut near the Krishna." which is, again, another name before the birth of Krishna for the Jamuna, which means in this sense, which, which, which means black the waters of the Jamuna are said to be um, quite uh, quite black, and the poets have described it to be a very ecstatic perspiration of Krishna laboring as he does um, under the influence of his devotee's love to reciprocate uh, in kind Mm-hmm. Um, in the Tantra also um, or the, uh, maybe the, in the Panchakrit literature the Jamuna is described Krishna describes the Jamuna himself as, as uh, the central nervous system to his body that is non different from Vrindavan. Rajya Bhagavan Vrajeshatanaya Tadama Vrindavan in Krishna and Vrindavan one and the same. So in the, in, the, in the sacred text he describes in this way the Jamuna who has the lotus flowers that are her eyes in which she sees Krishna whirlpools that are her ears waves that are her arms that, in, that embrace him Birds that swim there and make sounds that are her, her voices. That's a beautiful land of Brudge. It is, and Jamuna point being here, very central to that. So when the inhabitants of Vrindavan said, we'll build you a house near the Krishna, referring to the dark, the dark river along which their settlement, along the banks of which their settlement had been, had been, um, established, <clears throat> Punamasi said, indeed, <laughs> indeed, uh, you, what you have, you have spoken of Veda, like a fifth Veda. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, uh, and the good news is, and she, she broke the news to them that, that Nanda Maharaj will have a son, and, and so on and so forth. Um, so, uh, here the, the river, the, the Jamun is referred to, um, the epithet. Krishna. You may have seen pictures of Jamuna. The uh, Balabasampradaya 
is very fond of Jamuna, and they hold the banks of the Jamuna to be the most sacred place of Vrindavan, because on the banks, along the banks of the Jamuna, the uh, Rasa Lila was, was performed, and then Krishna bathed in the Jamuna and so forth. So the pictures of the Jamuna, um, many people mistake her to be Krishna, dark complexion, depicted art- artistically, and with a nice flower garland and so forth. But, um, of course, they are, they're one and different in the sense in which I'm uh, just describing. Um, but <clears throat> uh, very central uh, to the brudge in the esoteric ways in which I'm speaking, and in a very practical sense as well, to uh, build your village along the banks of a, of a powerful uh, and generous river is uh, very auspicious and, 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 and makes uh, uh, much sense um, coming as she does all the way from Himalaya down to the into the, across the Tarpadesh into into Braj. Um the whole settlement of Braj is centered around this uh, uh, Jamuna. So it was a, it's a very important. Um, aspect of the Dham in its condition described here Dushitam, Vilokya Dushitam Krishnam Krishna Krishna, second Krishna refers to Krishna himself who saw the seeing the contaminated state of the Jamuna this caused considerable uh, despair and concern um, Uh, for him, for reasons I've explained, and the nature of that contamination, Krishnahina Vibhu. Krishnahina mean is a reference to Krishnahina to the uh, black serpent, um, who later will be introduced uh, by the name Kaliya. Mm-hmm. So, Krishna. Krishna Hino Vibhu. So Krishna, who is Vibhu, who has great power, the implication is that he has the power to resolve the situation. And it's a it's a considerable concern to him. He wants to do something about it. Tasya Vishudham, Vishudhim, Ambichan. So desiring to purify that river, to, to resolve the situation, to rescue the Jamuna from this contamination, Sarpam Tam Udavasayat. He proceeded to uh, send the serpent away. So this is the first verse of the chapter, and um, it's a long chapter, the chapter that follows it, chapter 17, gives uh, some history as to the um, Kaliyas coming and residing in Rajamuna. But I'll relate it to you here at the onset of this chapter. But it takes some time to unfold in detail the Leela and some ardent inquiry on the part of Parikshit Maharaj, Vorsukadev, who is reticent to say much about it. Here he has giving the narration and of the Leelas, which is really the remedy for the for the problem of uh, Parikshit Maharaj that he's going to die, so to taste the deathless nectar of Krishna Leela. It is said uh, that uh, so, rising and setting the sun is taking away the life of everyone. Except for those who are speaking about, implications hearing about also the topics of, of Uttama Shloka of Krishna, who is Shloka, poetry, Uttam, described by transcendental uh, uh, poetry. So, he's continuing the narration, but he doesn't, he's a little reticent to go into this uh, 
the details of this Leela because four great devotees like himself and others the, this Leela is very uh, very disconcerting so we have to prepare ourselves for that and try to uh, uh, identify with the feelings of those who respond like this. They're living in the story and hearing it, how it affects them emotionally and practically is is something to to note. It it may just go in one ear and out another for us, but for the devotees in whose hearts it, it enters and we're listening with the heart rather than simply with their their ears mm-hmm. they have a prof- uh, across the board a profound experience of of concern and it's a, a troubling troubling Leela mm-hmm. it's mentioned here in Bhagavatam as, as, as I said at the beginning of the 16th chapter Following the fifteenth chapter, fifteenth chapter, Krishna becomes a cow herder. He gets initiated into uh, being a cow herder, and then the Dhanakasura Leela is narrated. Jiva Goswami has pointed out, however, that in the Padma Purana, the stories are reversed, and the Kaliya Leela precedes the Dhanakasura Leela, and uh, the Padma Purana tends to be more. Less transcendental would be good, uh, and more historically uh, correct and chronologically uh, correct. The Bhagavatam, being a, a narrative, um, you would think would be in chronological order as well. But the nature of the subject and the, in the way in which uh, Sugadev is approached by Prakshit Marj that draws out. Sukadev's response, which is one in which he himself, in the context of the narrative of the Leela, is is entering into that. Uh, Sukadev is depicted as, of course, as a as a jnani who becomes a bhakta, basadu sangha, and Sanatana Goswami identifies him as a as a as a as a sadhana siddha in pursuit of Gopi Bhava. Mm-hmm. So, this is an extraordinary uh, discussion, and as such, um, I mean, it, the, the Bhagavatam tells us this itself, of course, at the beginning. Nigama kalpa turo galitam palam sugum gadam gadabha sambitam pitka bhagavatam rasam marayam. This is not how the Padma Purana is described. Taste this and you will pass out. Mm-hmm. It's not the ripened fruit of the tree of Vedic literature uh, that. Not only is it the ripened fruit, but falam, it's fallen from the tree and made readily accessible, which could, should knock one out in itself. Hmm? These two things combined, and it reminds us of the magnanimity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, whose very heart is Srimad Bhagavatam. You have a very high thing, you give it out very inexpensively. These two combined make the full, uh, uh, constitute the full face of of, 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 of magnanimity. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Mahabhadam Naya Krishna Prema Pradayate, Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namri, Gora Tisena Mahaprabhu. This is how Rupa Goswami reasoned. You are giving Krishna Prema Pradayate, you're giving Krishna Prema. Hmm? And you're not discriminating who you give that to. You are the most magnanimous uh, manifestation of divinity. And here we find Bhagavatam, it's the ripened fruit of the tree, and Nigamokopatis are gali tam falam. The ripe fruits, they, they fall. You can pick them up off the ground, that and they climb the tree. Hmm? So, thank God for Raj Prikshit and his, his inquiries. Uh, seriously, he, he, he took uh, life and uh, sought its, its purpose. That it caused Sukadev to appear on the scene, and of course now we're very deep in the in the in the in, the, uh, in his uh, response. 
in the in the leela itself. It's a whole been building up to. And so some t- the implication is the idea is that sometimes he is just speaking according to his, his ecstasy and so the chronological order may be uh, it may be not in place at, at times. We're reminded of how Goloka manifests as Nadia, how Braj, the realm of Krishna Lila, manifests also as Navadweep, Nadia, the place of the Lila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So all of the places, all of the forests, the Jamuna, so on and so forth, over down the places of Krishna's Lila in Braj, they are all manifest in Navadweep as well. But the order in which they appear is kind of like scattered. Bhakti Vinod very, very graciously takes us through that in Navadweep Dhammahatma and Navadweep Bhavataranga, very extraordinary texts of the Thakur revealing the glories of the, of the uh, the Dham of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and how all of the places of Krishna Lila are present there, but they're not arranged. Govardhan's here, and and uh, 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 Sevakunja's over here, and they're they're kind of scattered. The idea being that with the with Krishna pursuing the Bhava of Radha, things get turned inside out and upside down, and so as the Lila. Dam, the, the place of the Lila manifests on earth, it gets uh, somewhat scattered. We need a great person like Bhakti Thakur to help us put, 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 put it, puzzle the pieces together again and demonstrate for us that, uh, that, that Vrindavan and Navadweep are one different, one and different, same time. So, so the, uh, uh, so the Leela here is out of out of order, and there's some some uh, reasoning to it as well, because in the Denikasur Leela uh, we we know that it took place uh, after Krishna became uh, initiated as a cowherd, and in the month of, of Kartik, hmm? and that would have been after the tall fruit. Uh, actually, that's with the, when, when the and when the tall fruits that are part of the Denik Surah mm-hmm. that's found in, in that in that chapter, chapter fifteen, they they come in that month, hmm? not um, it would have come after this. this is the point? Um, so. Still, this is Krishna's Boganda Lila. Hmm? So, it either happened before he was initiated, or what the 15th chapter does is describe a typical day in the Boganda Lila of Krishna. It begins there and ends up with his Kishore Lila beginning in the whole. So, you could have inserted this day in there as well, hmm? this Lila in there as well. Um, but, at any rate, uh, 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 it, pre- it precedes chronologically. Point is, the uh, the Kasura Lila. Um, now, as I mentioned, there is some history to uh, the state of affairs that uh, Krishna's observing. He's very concerned about it for, for the good reasons that I mentioned, and uh, he wants to remedy the situation. Of course. Uh, it's one that's well known by everyone in Vrindavan because the central nervous system, if you will, of the of the whole community is there's, a, there's an important section of it, the lake of Kaliya, where the river widens and kind of it widens so much that it looks like a lake. You follow? It widens so much that you can't detect the current. The narrower it is, the more swift the current will flow, and more easily it will be detectable. So it appears as a lake within the Jamuna, but, but no one goes there. Hmm? It's contaminated. Birds flying over it die. Hmm? Um, but what to do about it? It's, uh, it's a very unfortunate situation. 
it's 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 been going on for a long time. Um, so it's not unknown to Krishna. And of course, he he also knows about it because his mother cautions him. When if you, if you, if you, now you're going to go out, don't go to the to the, the Kaliya Lake there. Wherever you go, don't go there. Wherever you go, don't go there. Hmm? So that doesn't help to deter him. Obviously, if you tell Krishna don't go somewhere, he's definitely going to go there. Hmm? There is as he is. Um, uh, but her Vatsalya Bhav will naturally uh, express itself in this way with this kind of um, concern and his his very persona as a young uh, boy. His boyhood is Bhagandalila, which is makes uh, disobeying more fun than, than it does in adult life. Uh, a, a very adventure and the hope that one won't get caught or uh, why not hmm? very inquisitive age why shouldn't I go there so what hmm? and there's some you know he's growing at this time and feeling his, his prowess uh, he no longer needs his mother to help dress him he can do things himself hmm? and so in his own estimation He's being cautioned against something that, that uh, he should be able to deal with. Sukadev, of course, uh, emphasizes that point by invoking the word vibhu and his aishvarya hmm, that underlies his maduri, his sweetness. Hmm. And that's not something that, that goes away despite his being uh, overwhelmed by the prema of his devotees and being a plaything in their hands. He is the omniscient personality of God and is certainly competent to deal with a creature like uh, like Kaliya who uh, is a very uh, special uh, um, character in Krishna after all he is not someone who has come to the Jamuna, come there in recent times he's been there for a long time within the Jamuna. the history is something like like this that um, that uh, there was a Muni a Rishi I believe he's mentioned in the ninth Canto of the Bhagavatam, Bhagavatam named Sovari, and uh, he was very adept at meditation. Hmm? But he did not understand Vaishnavas very well as the implication, as it comes in this this leela here. Um, so, Vaishnavera Kriyamudra Puja, it said, it's very difficult to understand the movements, the activities of a Vaishnav. It may appear like that of an ordinary person, a dharmic, righteous, pious person, rather than a mystic who's transcended dharma hmm, and is living uh, internally, meditatively, and so forth. For that matter, the Vaishnava may appear to be adharmic in character. It's possible. The gopis are a good, perhaps the primary example of that. So difficult to understand. That's why it said, Bhagavatam, yes, it's making itself available, but it has to be heard from the right person. It has to be heard regularly. Nityam Bhagavata Seva. To be properly understood, one has to pay close attention. Hmm? Vaishnavism is very peculiar, hmm? especially Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? The Leela itself, Krishna Leela, is called Aprakrita, as opposed to Adhoksaja. Adhoksaja means overtly transcendental. There's Narayan with four arms, and he's in this palatial, you can imagine, regal, uh, overtly transcendent, transcendent realm. And Krishna's Lila's Aprakriti, it looks like the Prakriti, like the ordinary life, but it's super transcendental. So very difficult to, you need a good association to understand. When Vaishnavas themselves, who reveal, they may be difficult to understand. And amongst them, Garuda is a prominent Vaishnav, the carrier of Krishna, in broken and material particular. And what were his activities that Subhari Muni did not understand? Subhari Muni was a meditator, and somehow or other he was meditating underneath the water. Just to, to say how good of a meditator I am, I can hold my breath that long uh, that, uh, that I can medita- meditate underwater. And he was in the Jamuna. Hmm? And um, 
what was Garuda doing? Garuda was coming to the Jamuna and he was a Vaishnav, but he was eating fish. Uh oh. <laughs> we have to remember that Prabhupada used to tell us that we're not vegetarians, we're Krishnarians. And, uh, and, uh, and Vaishnavas, and they come in different forms, and Garuda coming in a bird form. Hmm? You can imagine. And he's eating fish. Uh oh. The Bengalis will like this story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, 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 can, they sometimes describe the, the, the fish, their fish eating habit as, uh, eating the, the Ganga from the fruit of the Ganga. <laughs> Just a fruit. It's the fruit of the Ganges. Hmm? But in human dress, of course, then Vaishnavas uh, you know, don't typically eat the fish. Garuda was... In his, and Garuda is, a, is, is, is described in the Paramatma Sandarbha of Jeeva Goswami as a, as a, uh, a uh, Tatastha Shakti Jiva that's eternally liberated. We can have some identification with him being constant with Tatastha Shakti ourselves. Hmm. Of course, we're coming from the other side, not eternally liberated. So there are that, he's an evidence of the idea that the Tatastha Shakti we find here conditions for time without beginning can reside in that realm. That's the theory, right? The tusk can reside on either side. He's evidence of that, important to us. Hmm? An example, support the theory. Hmm? Fish eater, <laughs> turns out. And Subari Muni being identified with his meditative practice. A breatharian, hmm? right? He objected to Garuda's fish eating hmm? and cursed him uh, not to come to the Jamuna. Hmm? So he did not understand the Vaishnava. He committed actually a Vaishnava aparad. Hmm? And shortly thereafter, the Bhagavatam. Uh, doesn't relate this entirety, but it, it relates how, while meditating within the water, he and, and he became attached to fish. Hmm? Obviously, he was protecting them, as he thought, from Garuda. And when he saw them uh, mating, hmm? it it disturbed his uh, meditation, and he got a samskar for mating mm-hmm. and so he came out of the water and he had nonetheless powers extraordinary powers from his meditation and employed them mm-hmm. for acquiring a mate I don't know he got 10 wives or something like that or 50 wives and had a, each had 100 children <laughs> the story goes and he had he had a all kinds of opulence. There's this movement from Boga to Tiag and back. Hmm? Boga, Tiag, Boga, Tiag. Boga means to enjoy, Tiag means to renounce. Hmm? So it's often the case that those who move away from material enjoyment just for renunciation end up acquiring an extraordinary degree or measure of material enjoyment. Hmm? But then they, and then they become again implicated in material life. Uh, I've given the story of the guy who used to stand on one foot to uh, the people to build him a, 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 a temple. He wanted a temple bigger than the Krishna Balaram temple. So that was his tiag, and all kinds of foolish people came and supported him, gave him all kinds of money and facilities and so on and so forth. And, and um, he became preoccupied with those the temples. So, jnana, uh, karma, same idea, these are two sides of the same coin, to enjoy the world, to give up the world. One, one leads to the other, back and forth. Bhakti, by contrast, is not centered in the world, not for enjoying it, neither for giving it up. Hmm? But 
for employing it, if you will, in the service of Krishna and without any necessity or desire to go anywhere particularly. Hmm? Therefore, the great uh, Mahadev Shiva glorified Chitraketu when he was cursed by Parvati and just accepted the curse. He said, but, Svarga apavarga narakeshu apitudhartadarshanam. Really, such is the position of the devotees of Narayan, Narayana Parayana. Now, Kutestana Bibhuti, Svarga apavarga narakeshu apitudhartadarshanam. That they, they, uh, whether they're, whether in heaven, whether they're in heaven or hell, liberated or unliberated, makes no difference to them. Hmm? This is what a serving ego constitutes. I've many times given an example of Wong here who said, my only business doesn't matter what work you give me to do, Swami, my work is to please you. So if it's hard work or easy work, it really doesn't matter. That's not my work. My work is to please you. So the service ego, as you can, you can understand from this point, is is the, the way to cultivate that is a very powerful, formidable way to transcend the material life which seeks to acquire material enjoyment and avoid material distress. Hmm? And this is again karma and yam, bold and, and tiag. Hmm? So, um, so anyway, the Muni, he, he, he didn't understand uh, Garuda. He criticized Garuda. Then he himself became implicated in material life. And the story is, is very uh, colorful. Uh, so many sons, so many wives, so much offense. The implication being that he, he, he went from one extreme of Tiag to the other extreme of Bog. Ultimately, he became disenchanted with the Bog again, so he'll bounce back again in the direction of Tiag. But his interaction with, with Garuda is not entirely in, in vain. Some content for the Vaishnavas will, 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 uh, I'm going to say transcendental good will come from that in due course. So, um, so much for the case of, of Subari Muni, but to get to Kaliya, hmm? Kaliya was living in his own realm, and Guruji used to come there as well, and it was an island of serpents, and Guruji also ate snakes. Hmm? And so uh, they respected Guruji, and they would keep an offering for Garuda on a regular basis. But this particular serpent, Kaliya, he was envious of Garuda. Hmm? Well, he should get. So he began to consume the offerings that were um, reserved for Garuda. So Garuda became displeased with him, and to escape the wrath of Garuda, he went to the Jamuna because he had heard that Garuda had been cursed not to that he couldn't return to the Jamuna by the powerful Subari. So obviously Kaliya didn't understand the Vaishnavism. And um, and he made made some effort to uh, um, beat the system, so to, so to speak, yeah. but uh, it wasn't possible, and, uh, and now Krishna's, of course, on the scene, and uh, he's concerned, the story's well known, uh, he was, of course, in the Leela's young, he might have heard parts of it, and, um, and it, again, uh, and the Jamun is very precious, dear to the community, very, it's, it's, it's compared to the Susumna. You know that that artery through which the yogis leave through the crown chakra, hmm? through the central nervous system again of of, of, of Braj, and and the character is there and contaminating it, and so he's concerned, and also he is getting impetus from the Vatsalya Rasa, 
it's only about her mother Yasoda who, who cautions him not to go he's going to go against her and express his vibhu his power hmm, um, and remedy the situation now Sukadev has kind of summarized the whole Leela in this verse and he wants to move on and not go into the details of it it needs to be mentioned he wants to move on but Raj Pritchett will ask hmm, for further further uh, details and we'll, we'll hear that as we go forward in the next verse any question? Yes. I had a little chuckle when you said that the Padma Purana or Vishnu Purana was less transcendental, but then I realized... You can read it. And all the other Puranas, and you'll notice very clearly that that fact, I guess. Jugoslav says that the, there is... There's no comparison. Uh-huh. To the, to the Bhagavatam, the way it speaks, the nature of the language, the way it, the way it narrates these leelas and brings out the feelings in them, and, and, and so on. Uh, a lot of these uh, uh, Vishnu Purana, the Padma Purana, where the Krishna leelas also mentioned, just a list of this, 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 this. I'm sorry. So would it be correct to say that the Srimad Bhagavatam is the only transcendental one because the other one is just subject to Yeah. It's the Amala Purana. The spotless Purana means it only deals with purely transcendental subject matter. That is, it's, it's a central focus and objective. Yes. What else? So then, what is the point of the Amala Purana in terms of the goal? Vishnu Bhakti. Vishnu Purana, Padma Purana, they're uh, dear to the Sri Vaishnavas, for example. Hmm? So, you know, here's one of the avatars, as it would be seen from that text. Krishna, this is a list of things he does hmm, when he comes to earth. Uh, but this feeling is, is lacking. Hmm? Yeah, their goal is transcendental. And what, I, and what is the feeling of the, as I said, of the devotees as they respond to these, these stories? They can draw the, such transcendental emotions. I'm sorry, yes? Uh, in the case of the Sri Vaishnavas, they have a transcendental goal, nonetheless. Like, yeah, trying, they have a transcendental goal. Trying to figure out, like, a, a, a sattvic Purana is not the Shuddha sattvic, but they talk about Vishnu in so many ways. And, and they have Vishnu Bhakti as the goal, and they're adopted by a bona fide transcendentalist um, Sampradaya. Mm-hmm. It means that the, what it means is that the Vishnu Purana and other Sattvic Puranas are meant for Sattvic people. Mm-hmm. Sattvic people um, can discriminate between matter and consciousness and be interested in the transcendental goal and the Atma and, and Bhagwan and so forth. Now, the Bhagavatam is for a different audience. Hmm? The Bhagavatam is for Paramahamsas. It is, is stated at the onset of the text what that Dharma Projita Kaita Votra Paramo Nirmat Saranam Satam. There could be plenty of people in the Sadhguna who were envious nonetheless but this book is for the non-envious so this so also why Kaliya really stands out like a sore sore thumb in the book hmm? his, uh, his his poison if you will is his envy of of Garuda hmm? this is his poison who is completely spotless and faultless the carrier of of, of, of Vishnu hmm? he's uh, um, uh, does nothing but bless wherever he goes whatever he does is, is a blessing if you want fish fry them up <laughs> and, and offer them to Garuda good for such fish so uh, um, uh, he, he really is uh, out of place. It, it means it's something really needs to be 
dealt with is very much opposed to uh, the uh, ideal in the Bhagavatam, this envy. There's no place for it in the lives of devotees. So if it does manifest, it's very unbecoming. Hmm? So Bhagavatam has said, it, it is for um, dharma projitakaitavata paramo nirmat sanaram satam. Hmm? Those who are perfectly honest, without any envy, and we say, well, what about us? We may have envy, we may have envy. So that's the, that's the, those who read it, who actually are qualified, hmm? according to the book, then they end up becoming person Bhagavatams who overflow with it and naturally uh, uh, it touches others and um, and its ideal enters their heart as bhakti can do and, and without any preconditions or uh, other, other qualifica- qualifications and so there's a start right but we do see sometimes envy, but these are not, not advanced devotees. It's meant we can read the book, we can, but will we get out of it? Will we read the Kaliya Leela and feel like Lady Jeeva Goswami feels? Oh, I don't know if I can barely hear the story. So, there, therefore, we need book Bhagavatam, personally. Person Bhagavatam, as Chaitanya Charitamrita teaches both. Hmm? So, the difference, the, 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 in other words, the, all these texts describe the Adhikara. What is the eligibility for reading the text? Hmm? What, who's the audience? Who's it for? And Bhagavatam begins in a different way in this regard. Same. This is for the for the highest spots them, and that's Sugadev is relishing it. Hmm? He's already liberated, right? That's the whole central point. He's already liberated, and he's relishing this. He the qualities, the Leela narratives hmm? of of Krishna, such as their nature. So it's different in different category. In a Sattvic Pranas to follow. Mm-hmm. And as Sattvasadarva also explains uh, and gives support, other Puranas are pointing to, to the Sattvic Puranas are pointing to Srimad Bhagavatam, glorifying Srimad Bhagavatam. Mm-hmm. Right? Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Gaur Bhaktavrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi. Bunchakalpatrugis <laughs> chat,